and it was so scary. Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. It is on, folks. It is on. It is on. I'm a supporter of human beings. brother i mean come on it's never gonna be anything interesting so far tonight i'm average here we go yeah here we go here we go here we go back for another one it is a friday night hope you're feeling all right because we got a bowls with a buds for you Woo! joining us tonight is none other than sir paul the book guy how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, my man. Oh, no, thank you for having me on. Oh, yeah, I appreciate that. Of course, yeah, it's my pleasure. It's our pleasure. Our pleasure, yep. I, I kind of love the No Agenda community because I, I discovered your show recently because uh, Adam mentioned it, uh, I think, a few weeks back or something. Yeah. And I've gone back like 20 or 30 shows and, uh, you know, reached out to you guys and Holy crap, now I'm on the show? This Here you is are. great. I love it. Yeah, you're the bowl. Like an old bud, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good to oh, have man. you. Good to have you. Yeah, been, been loving your show. I, I love the, uh, the dialogue between you and uh, DeLorean, and uh, I especially love the uh, bowls with buds. Oh, they're a lot of they're fun to do. Fun. Oh, <laughs> my God. You get to I meet love... all kinds of different people and, you know, chat with them. Yeah, and... you know, I, I, I love you, like, uh, you know, Dame Jennifer... You know, oh, that was a fun if one. If she was in Ontario, I, I'd be courting her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and, and just uh, all the other, uh, you know, dames and uh, and knights. And I love just exploring, you know, their mindset and the ideas you guys share. Love it. I'm so glad to be here. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, for those new to the program, the Balls with Buds episodes, we just kind of sporadically schedule them uh, when we can get guests in kind of our guest format so the regular show is every tuesday night uh 9 p.m central u.s time uh right after dh unplug wraps up on the no agenda stream we go uh live on there and uh yeah the bulls with bud stuff that's just kind of bonus cherry on top we fit it in when we can get it in and uh we're happy to have sir paul here tonight and uh paul the first time I ever interacted with you was on that New Year's Eve stream that we did i think two yeah. wasn't that two yeah, that's right two new years ago was it New Year's or was it the election? Oh, no, it might have been uh, the election stream. I, I think, think it was the right. election. We had like John C. on, uh, John C. Dvorak was on there. Yeah. And we were, like, Dame Jennifer was on there, shit. I think. There was, Trump's uh, winning. What's going on? Yeah. Why is it paused now? Right. It just <laughs> yeah. is like, whoa. Well, like everyone that, uh, else in your country, we were like, what the fuck? Trump's winning. <laughs> um, wh- why is counting stopped? Because I've never seen that. I'm... I'm uh, full disclosure here, I'm 49 years old and I've never seen that where, you know, one candidate's winning at nine or 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and then they stop counting and then a bunch of ballots get shoved into boxes and so what's you, know, that you wake about? up the next morning and someone else won. What the hell? Yeah. What is up with that? Yeah. <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> and, and, and I'm a Canuckistani and I'm in Toronto, Canada for everyone that wants to know. I'm in downtown Toronto and never seen that before. 
It's <laughs> pretty, pretty Never wild. Never seen that before. Always something different around here, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Uh, I think that's what it was. It was the whole, uh, you know, the whole election thing. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think you're right. Now, yep. now that I remember, it's like oh yeah, the election results watch party thing. Yeah, and I was struggling with Skype that night because uh, like John uh, JCD was trying to call me. I was trying to receive his call, and we were like, "What the hell, Skype?" Oh yeah, you got. There you was had, like, uh, we we couldn't even find the button to like receive a call, and I was like, "Microsoft has really screwed up Skype." You know? Right. Well, it's crazy. And you had all kinds feed, of though. people on there. I love CleanFeed. CleanFeed is, is CleanFeed is super nice. So I, th- I think I'm going to switch to this because I'm using Zoom right now and I'm paying for it. And I'm what the hell? Why am I paying for Zoom? Uh, Zoom when CleanFeed is so oh yeah, Zoom's awesome. a pain in the ass. Um, CleanFeed's cool, and uh, if you have the right routing equipment, you can get away with the free version. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm on my phone right now. With yeah, my, I was uh, I was interested setup. to to hear about your setup because you you said it could all fit in a shoulder bag and i'm very intrigued by that i i'm literally um, i'm staring at my shoulder bag right now i wanted to uh, make a podcast studio you know adam curry style that could fit into a shoulder bag and i could carry it every day and whenever i want a podcast live we're, we're good to go uh, i got a little crappy mic from uh, amazon uh, amazon it's actually pretty good it's a good dynamic mic. yeah it sounds nice yeah, thanks. It's it's, it's uh, like eighty nine dollars minus twelve dollars for the discount they give you. You know, the, the Amazon always gives you that little. Hey, if you buy it now, we'll give you twelve bucks off. Yeah, it's, it's like a seventy five dollar mic. Uh, my Samsung phone plugged into a hub. You got to get a hub for your Android phone. Mm. And a uh, bunch of wires. It still looks like spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> As know, all the, podcast the hub, studios should. The hub. The hub helps. Uh, but the only thing with Android is you can't get two mics on Android. Ah, that's a bummer. Big bummer. Yeah, you got a bummer. You were saying you got to have a mixer and then just go single input into the phone. Yeah. So the the mic I got, uh, just in case I wanted to go two mic on the road, it's got XLR input and as well as the uh, USB C. So if I really, really, really wanted to do it, uh, you know, like a mobile uh, interview, I could uh, plug in XLR cables, which comes with a mic, by the way, not bad. For seventy five bucks, yeah, uh, and I can uh, pour those two XLR inputs into a XLR, you know, and another, uh, let's say, three times cigarette pack size thing, mm. and then that would, you know, USB into the Android phone. It would work because the, you know, the the hub would be, or sorry, the mixer would be doing the work. Sure. But why doesn't Android? Because I know it has the processing power. Why doesn't it not accept two USB mics at this point? Come on. Yeah, you'd think, I don't know. Maybe it's just such an edge case. Ah, no, but you know what? This is a Samsung phone. I can literally, uh, if I plug this in by USB to any PC or a, some, a Samsung monitor, which I don't own because I buy cheap monitors because I'm a cheap you know, guy. Uh, but if I plug this into my PC at work or at home, it literally becomes, uh, if I turn on what's uh, called Samsung DeX, it becomes a PC comes a little pc and, and i can use my my pc's mouse and keyboard and it's like you know it's like a whole little like a windows interface nice but i cannot plug in a second mic into it yeah it's like uh i don't know what uh, audio cards and sound drivers like just seem to be the most neglected piece of big time software or firmware that big you, time that so right, right now your best bet is windows or linux 
even Mac, I, I left Mac because they didn't support my, you know, like a uh, podcast gear yeah. properly. Ugh. But you know, it is what it is. But you know, we're we're still here. We're live. That's we, right. We got it going on, right? We are. We are live on the uh, the live item tag. This is a new live son of a bitch. You uh, yep. you been following any go. of the uh, podcasting 2.0 developments? Any stuff like that? All the time, Spencer. All nice. the time. Um, I'm with Pinecast. Okay. I, I kind of love Matt at Pinecast. He's always good to me. Uh, he's always, if, if I have a feature request, you know, he helps me out. And with Pinecast for like, uh, well, you, you guys are in the States, so whatever. For a small amount of money, you can do unlimited podcasting, which means uh, unlimited episodes, unlimited podcasts. So, you know, if you want to like try some really crazy crap like I do once in a while, uh-huh. with a Pinecast account, you can have like 50 podcasts and ignore them all and pod fade them all. Uh, uh. So, you know, for me to for me to go to another uh, you know, 2.0 heavy host like uh well, give me an example. What's a good uh, what's the best podcasting 2.0 host? Oh man, that's so mm. rough because uh... When, the last time we did shop, so we're on Podbean, by the way, which doesn't do yeah, po- any. Podbean's pretty good. They have a lot of features, right? For they don't 2.0. have. They don't do any 2.0 actually. Oh jeez. Um, there's another one, Buzzsprout, that uh, Abel and the or I mean Abelcraft is yeah, on. Yeah, Sprout. You know, uh, Buzzsprout. There's a few of them that have a, like a lot of uh, 2.0 features, but there's just nobody that has the silver bullet. How can in I my switch opinion. from a guy like Matt at Pinecast.com? You know, right? if if you've got a spot that uh, you're really happy with, it's it's yeah, tough. It's and, tough to and, migrate, and and it's unlimited. So if, if right, tomorrow I say yeah. I, w- I want to do a podcast about cheese, I can just go into my account and, and make the cheese podcast account and go. That's super cool, yeah. and it costs me zero dollars extra, right? And it's unlimited, blah blah blah. So, yeah, yeah but, and but, I like you know, that t- uh, you have that yearly option too. That's one. What's one of the things I always look for in a host is like, can I just pay for a whole year? And uh, right. forget about it for, until next year. Right. That's uh, one of the couple reasons why we're on Podbean. Uh, when we came back, it was just like one of the cheapest options. And like you're saying, it was unlimited. Unlimited. We could upload whatever we wanted. Um, with Podbean. What's the big one? The big 2.0 one. I forgot what it's called. Uh, the one well, that has all the features. I can uh, look up. Uh, if I go to newpodcastapps.com, right you can actually hit a filter for hosting. And Speaking then, of uh, nude, nude podcast apps, by yeah. the way, n- normally uh, with the book guys, and uh, we haven't done a book. Whoa, I think I lost you, Sir Paul. Let me see if I can tweet him, or maybe he can hear me, but I can't hear him. Did I die oh, out? There you go. There you go. Yeah, back for in. a second. Oh man, you know, see my my uh, my screen timed out, and clean feed just said no. Nope. Ah, uh, yeah, did the screen like lock, and you maybe have to tap yeah, it every fifteen minutes yeah, or something. Have to tap it every ten minutes. But I, I was saying uh, with the um, with book guys, you were saying, yeah, with book guys and all that, we were uh, book uh, book guys. By the way, is the show you do? You are Sir Paul the book. Guy. Well, we we did, we did. I, I, honestly, we haven't done in a while. And okay, so it's kind of pod faded, like a like a hiatus, but all, but or, all, yeah, well, or a proper a pod lot, fade. Uh, yeah, definitely pod fade. Uh, but because of Pinecast, that all the episodes are still there. We're you know we're cool. still yeah alive. And I forgot the whole point of this because I I was we, speaking to you for like two minutes and, I, and, and no. it wasn't coming through the feed. Yeah, cut out. I was trying to figure <laughs> out if I would have to back channel message you somehow because um, I've had a 
I've had a couple of times where if a guest cuts out during a good rant, it's kind of hard for them to tell because they're just talking and um, they're not expecting to hear anything back, you know? I, I think it might be an Android-specific thing because uh, Clean Feed, you know, if you uh, alt-tab out of that or you go to a different app, it just dies on Android. Yeah. And that's the whole point I was saying before about uh, Android cleaning up their, you know, their audio system to yeah. make it more usable for creators, right? Yeah, it needs to be... Uh, you need to be able to run it in the background. And yeah, just keep sure. that thing alive. No doubt. For sure. Um, so I was looking at, uh, you know, our hosting ran out. We we do the year at a time. And when our hosting ran out, we wanted to flip over to Castapod because that lets you kind of pretty much self-host um, on, on your own server. And, okay. Um, okay. It just wasn't ready. It was still in alpha. It wasn't ready. Like a lot of the kinks hadn't been ironed out. And the biggest one for us was import wasn't fixed. So we would have had to yeah. like add all of our hundred and whatever shows like episode by episode, yeah. and I was that's just one, not that's about one thing. To do Pi- that. Pinecast will uh, bat at Matt at uh, Pinecast will import all your stuff. Yeah, that's that's pretty slick. And uh, Castapod's fixed that since, so I'm gonna try it again. Like when our plan is about to expire. Um, but yeah, the the Buzzsprout they do a lot of good stuff. That's the one, Buzzsprout. I think they have a lot of uh, 2.0 features. They do. They uh, don't have the ability to get a value tag in. Uh, Most don't because, you know what, Uh, it's kind of like Podcast Addict, which was one of my favorite apps on Android. And uh, although even though the developer is a bit kind of, you know, he's kind of, uh, let's just say he's uh, sometimes uh, derogatory if you try to, you know... uh, suggest features <laughs> oh yeah I've, I've i've tried communicating uh, with him can be like, pretty opinionated you know no we're, we're on we're on android you we can't do that because uh screw you <laughs> right uh, it looks like I, I, just cast is the one that has like the most features listed on yeah. the, the side but if they, if they try to implement like uh, bitcoin uh, boosting uh google will kill them mm. it will absolutely destroy them and if they try to go around that uh, and, and like, um, just, you know, do a different version of the app and uh, do an APK, which is, like, the version of uh, an Android yeah. EXE, mm-hmm. uh, Android would still kill them. And you know, I understand that. If you're making, you know, $180,000 a year with your app. Sure. And if you were to release a podcasting 2.0 version on the side... And they find out they're going to kill your $180,000 you're making a year supporting you and your wife and your kids and pays your bills. I get, I get it. I get it. Uh, so I, I understand why most of the podcasting 2.0 apps are web apps. Yep. Right. Uh, they don't so even try to get on the app store. I know fountains on both app stores right now. Um, and they're probably yeah, un- until the- Apple or Google figure out what they're doing. Apple and Google have no idea what fountains doing. Believe me, like, Spencer, as soon as uh, Apple yeah. or Google realize that they're uh, circumventing the App Store, that fountain app on the well, App Stores is now that, disappear. Now that, now that Pomp's involved, you know, there's going to be a lot more eyes yeah. on it. So uh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. So it should be interesting. I'm seeing... So I, uh, I, I kind of get it because, you know, the walled gardens, as soon as they figure out you're trying to make money somewhere else, and I'm sure it's somewhere in the, you know, the user license, you know, license yeah, agreement the, that... If you try to make a similar app with any name, with even similar code, and it's made by you, we're going to screw you. No doubt. We're going to cancel your ass. 
Ugh. By the way, what's the uh, swearing situation here on the show? Oh, I'm you got to watch your fucking mouth, man. Yeah. You got to be well, really... Well, I, I always try... To, you know what? If we're, if we're having an intelligent conversation, I'm not going to swear anyway. Right. Well, you know... Ju- just in, in case I, I slip out of, no, uh, you know, ship is fuck on conk suck or motherfucker and tits. Yeah. I, I don't want to, like, you know, get you guys in trouble. It could happen, man. It could you, happen. You never know. The Dirty Seven. Yeah. They're always watching, you know? <laughs> Oops. They're trying to fuck with us. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm seeing Dame RSS, uh, I'm so glad to be with here here with you guys. This oh yes, yes. Thanks for joining us. A pleasure. A pleasure, my dear. A pleasure. I wanted to uh, say RSS Blue, Castos, and Three Speak are the other uh, hostess hosts that will uh, allow a value tag that I'm seeing here. I, I was going to start burning one as soon as we started, but because I screwed up the time zones. Uh, I've been uh, here for uh, an hour or two. Oh, did you already smoke all of your weed? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm no, just sir. playing with you. <laughs> no, sir. There is uh, mm. copious amounts of cannabis here. In there you Toronto. go. Uh, but I am going to... Uh, there we go. I'm going to get ready. But because I've, I've been waiting for uh, you know a little while, but not, not your fault, my fault. I screwed up the time zones. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to kind of calm down a bit, but I do have some sativa-heavy... I feel stupid now. Um, It's the weed. (laughs) Definitely the weed. So we were going to talk about um, books. Yeah, you're the book guy, and you. That's right. You were interested in um, books, but not just any books. Specifically, books that are good to listen to while you're baked, right? Yeah, and and the key word there is listen to. Right. Right, because if I'm, uh, let's say, uh, medicating for medicinal purposes i'm not gonna sit here put on my glasses and read a book because my attention span is out the window yeah as soon as that sativa or indica hits you you're like ah you know like you you might be good to sit on the beach and stare at the you know the sand and the people running around but you're not gonna be reading from a book i mean is it just me or i don't know it depends i suppose i don't read uh as much as i should these days anyway but I think a lot of it's just due to running around like a chicken with my head cut off with three jobs and five hobbies and uh, no, three kids. We're all, and, we're all busy. We're, we're all, you know, making our money and, you know, doing our thing. But uh, I find that when I'm enjoying the uh, the cannabis, I put the headphones in. I got sure. The, you, know, the, you know, the little Samsung buds. I, 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 they're like little silver, tiny uh, cyber mats if you're a Doctor Who nerd. You put them in your ears and, and you walk around, you do your thing, you wash the dishes or you, you know, you clean the front yard or you're working or doing whatever, but you're, you've still got a book in your ears. Mm. And I, I get about no joke as Joe Biden would say, not, not a joke, joke. <laughs> not a joke. I get about two extra books in a week, uh, despite, you know, listening to a lot of podcasts as well, but I get an extra two books a weekend by listening to them. And usually I'm enjoying, you know, a brewski. Yeah. I'm, I, and I, I, I'm more of a people watcher, so I could be in Chinatown. I just crack a brewski, put my earbuds in, and listen to a book. And uh, when, when you're, you know, enjoying the cannabis, some books are better than others. Sure, know? yeah. This is true. <laughs> uh, so I, I can't flip to the uh, list because of the way Clean Feed is working. Clean Feed, you got to fix this. And Android, you got to fix this. Because if, if I'm going to alt-tab out of uh, clean feed right now and look at my list, 
you know? Uh, yeah. The, the clean feed's going to die. What would be sick would be phone. like a, a native mobile app from clean feed where yeah. I can just send you a, a link and it opens the native mobile app and then it would be able to use all yeah. your resources in the background. You'd be but, able uh, to. But we're not going to blame clean feed because uh, Android's audio system is kind of uh, made yeah, for consuming you know. and, and not, not for. You know, production. Sure. It's made for consuming right. one single audio source uh, where uh, at this point, come on, Google, Android, come on, give us more finer control of the audio and people will be producing movies and podcasts and everything on your system. Uh, so I, I'm not blaming clean feed because I know as soon as we all tab out of this, but uh, Spencer, you've got the list of all the uh, audiobooks. Yeah, I do. I've got pick, the I've got the audiobooks that you sent pick me. Pick one. Pick one at random. They're, they're not in any kind of order. Let's let's pick one at random. Well, What's, I thought it was funny because the first one in your list is the Big Finish. So I figured we'd start with the Big Finish and then we could move on from let's there. Let's do maybe. Big Finish. Are, are, are either you or uh, uh, Dame Delorean uh, Doctor Who fans? You know, I've seen a couple, but I've just not, uh, I'm silence. not I'm sunk in. Absolute, yeah. complete silence when I ask that question. <laughs> I've only seen one episode. Doctor Who? <laughs> Someone at home, one of your fans, or at least 10 of your listeners, are thinking, yes, I am a Doctor Who fan. So yes. Doctor Who's a, a British TV show. It's been around for uh, 58, no, 59 years. It's one of the longest running shows on television. It's about a... Time traveler that, uh, uh, you know, goes around the universe and saving people and fixing things. And uh, uh, one of the genius things about uh, Doctor Who is that uh, when the first actor was kind of uh, going all uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. When he was becoming senile and, you know, couldn't think properly. And uh, I'm talking about the actor, William Hartnell. When, when he was at the end of his uh, run and he, he uh, not, not to make a joke of it, but w- when he was, you know, kind of losing his mind and uh, uh, not capable to do the, the, the role, the BBC uh, creatively said, you know what, it's, it's a freaking sci-fi show, so why don't we just say that he can change bodies and minds and let, let's hire another actor. Nice. So this was the first TV show where they uh, said, yeah, this actor's leaving, and you know what? We're just going to bring another freaking actor in, and he's going to play the same exact role, you know, with a, a little bit of a different uh, attitude, but it's the same guy, same memories, mm. right? Same entity. So, uh, yeah, so um, Patrick Troughton took over for him, and yada, 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 down 13, you know, a couple years ago, uh, Jodie Whittaker became the first female doctor. Uh, who, she is the current doctor. And that was kind of controversial. You know, oh sure. God, he no longer has a penis. You know, yeah, that was to, a, the, the biggest, you know, controversy to, <laughs> in Doctor Who history. You have to relearn how to beat off and everything. That'd be, uh, that'd be kind of <laughs> difficult. Of course, with, yeah, the, but, with the benefit of time travel, I'm sure you'd I, be able to figure it out. <laughs> and I love Jodie Whittaker. She's amazing. Love it. And uh, we don't, uh, next year, I believe, uh, David Tennant, who played the... Like three doctors ago, doctor is going to come back. And Ooh. then we got uh, Nkuti, uh, Nkuti Gatwa, who is like a, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, he's African, but uh, African-British. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to remember where he came from. It could be Nigerian. I, I could be wrong. But uh, he's going to be like the first, uh, you know, uh, LGBT guy to play the doctor, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't matter. Every time 
the actor is sick of playing the role or he's, you know, too old or he's like, you know, he's, he wants to move on. They, they bring in another one. That person dies, gets shot, you know, falls off a skyscraper and then they, they bring another one in. So, uh, doctor who is, uh, has a long storied history. And the thing is like when you look 30 years later after someone's played the doctor on TV, when they were fit and young and whatever, 30 years later, they may not be so fit and young. True. But they still have the same voice. Right. So so what Big Finish did is they, they got all these old actors that played the the doctor and, and they brought him in their studio and they're doing audiobooks and audio dramas with, you know, sound effects and everything. Oh, that's cool. And they do it in the in the format of the genre of the of the time they were in. So like uh Peter Davison, who played the I think you're now a uh, fifth, fifth doctor. Uh, you know, he'll go into a big finish and he does new stories, right? So you have like an hour audio book with Peter Davison. Does it regardless of what he looks like now, you know, he's a little bit older, probably chunkier, you know, more wrinkles, but you, you they, they do it with the same music style of the nineties and, uh, Tom Baker, who's like 88 now, I believe he's the guy with the scarf. Hmm probably the most famous doctor who uh, he's still, he's still doing uh doctor who stories and it's kind of like a audio drama, right? Sure. So Do- Tom Baker goes in there, he does his thing and, and you know, you sound the same, right? Even though you got the gray hair and whatever, yeah. and you're older. So uh bigfinish.com. If you are a doctor who nerd and you enjoy cannabis, please go to bigfinish.com and you'll find so many and, and, and Spencer, you could pick one at random, but uh, yeah, bigfinish.com. Lorian, maybe you yeah. want to pick one off of this list that you find uh, intriguing. Yeah, I and I'm to... about to spark one up. By the way, guys, are, are oh, you guys yeah, sober? You got to do it. You got because I heard uh, this is bowl after we bowl. spark one up. Oh, we're passing one. Yeah. Okay. Spark one up. Mind if I do a J? Passing a little J. <laughs> you mind yeah, if I do a J? I'm doing a little sativa because I want to stay awake. So. Oh, we have blunts here. We have blunts here. I've never done a blunt. I'd do one. <laughs> I want to go with the Sandman next. By Neil oh, Gaiman. for sure. Gotta love Neil Gaiman. Yeah. British dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah f- find me a big finish. Find a Tom, a Tom Baker. A big finish. Okay. Hold on. Bigfinish.com and yeah. uh, just uh, do a search for Tom Baker. He's 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 the like quintessential Doctor Who. He's the guy with the 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 big long scarf and a hat. And and the story behind his scarf is uh the producer at one point said, Oh, we we want this Doctor Who to have a scarf. And they gave the lady like a bucket of uh, yarn and they never gave her specific instructions. <laughs> so she just kept fucking knitting this giant scarf that ended up being like 14 feet long. Cause she was like, <laughs> they didn't give me instructions. So I'm, I'm going to keep knitting. <laughs> so it ended up being part of the story where this guy had this long 14 foot scarf. That's the way a conjurer should finish his act. Always leave him wanting more. That's the trick. Ah, good evening, Henry. Ah, Doctor. Just wanted to check the little chap is all set for his appearance after the interval. Big finish, actually, in some ways, have revitalized me because I'm not so strong now and uh, I've got arthritis and um, and they've made it possible for me to go on, like today, with actors I've worked for donkeys years ago. Um, Christopher and, and Trevor and some of the younger ones here. Yeah, I've been... It's been wonderful, absolutely wonderful to have been a Doctor Who. 
You mustn't keep her waiting any longer. Oh, good. We can stop off on the way. I won't keep you long. Sounds like you're in for a long night, Inspector. He just seems to be sleeping now. <laughs> Look at that. The hair on his face, the elongated teeth and nails. They're all receding again. He just seems to be sleeping now. I say. Look at that. The hair on his face, the elongated teeth and nails. They're all receding you can again. Hear the music, right? Yeah. Evidence suggests that the feral state is mitigated by sedation. Sedatives. I wonder. So, so, so none of that might, will make sense to you, uh, DeLorean or Spencer, but <laughs> for for us, us uh, a little bit older folks that uh, were actually watching, I was watching it in reruns. That's how old this crap is. Wow. Uh, I was watching it in reruns as a six-year-old. Wow. And, I, and I'm 49, you know? Yeah. So, but the whole point is, they do these news stories, uh, and, and wow, they picked a great, you picked a great clip there, Spencer, because uh, uh, Tom Baker was saying, holy shit, like, you know, uh, I've got arthritis, and I'm yeah. still doing the doctor, right? Because now he's going to the studio, and he's doing audio, theater yeah, of the mind. they showed him, uh, I was watching a video, so they showed him, like, talking into the mic and stuff, and I don't know why right. the audio he, was all weird during those, he, those He's parts, no spring but... chicken, right? No. Oh, no. No, no. so, like, like I mean, he, he was the doctor... I was six years old watching him in reruns. Wow, forty-three years ago. You Re know what I mean? Like, reruns are pretty good, man. The t TV used to be pretty good. We've been but, watching but the a way lot Big Finish kind of does. They they get they get the doctor, and, and that that uh, that clip is probably from like last year, right? So they get the 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 because the doctor keeps changing, right? The the character can uh, they call it regenerate into another character, but still uh -huh. the same person, but with a slightly different personality and. You know, the last doctor is Jodie Whittaker. She's a female. You know, it can always change. It could be black, white. It could be Chinese. It could be an alien. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're on the, uh, I think, 14th is coming up soon. But uh, they, Big Finish goes back to these old characters, and like it's kind of like a nostalgia thing. Mm. So if, you, if you watched him in the 80s, hey, Tom Baker is back doing a new story for you tomorrow. Oh, it's only audio, though, right? Uh, it's got, yeah. you know... So, but, but they use the same music and the same kind of like music style for each genre. So like, uh, you know, Tom Baker in the eighties, you still have that eighties music and it's kind of like, um, you know, you know, like uh, Netflix does with uh, stranger things. Yeah. You know, stranger things takes place in the eighties. So they got this whole eighties vibe. Mm -hmm. So like the Tom Baker stories on uh, big finish have the eighties vibe and the nineties stories have a nineties vibe. The two thousand stories have a, you know, two thousand, it's right yeah and, uh, uh tom baker's stories will have that music from the 80s and uh, the the same pacing almost from the 80s and love it uh big finish if you're a doctor who nerd spencer and delorean have no idea what we're talking about right now folks but if you're a doctor <laughs> who fan uh if you're a classic doctor who fan go to bigfinish.com and uh we talked to nick briggs who's the the mind behind uh, big finish on the book guys before and uh, you can look that up on the Book Guys feed podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll put a link to it. Yeah, in our notes Nick, for you. Nick Briggs is such a Doctor Who nerd that not only did he keep Doctor Who alive between when it got canceled until it came back in uh, 2005, he kept Doctor Who alive and he started Big Finish. And um, 
he's been greatly rewarded. He's now the voice of the Daleks, the exterminate. You know, the, oh, okay. The little pepper pots. That that's uh, Nick Briggs. Nick Briggs does the voice of the Cybermen and, and the Daleks, the biggest uh, villains on Doctor Who now. And uh, his claim to fame was that he kept Doctor Who alive after it was canceled. He started this audiobook empire, and uh, you know he's, he's he's you know inviting the previous Doctor Who actors in, paying them, you know, uh, giving them a, a voice again, and. And uh, he's been well rewarded. He's like all the enemies of Doctor Who right now, and it's like a multi-million dollar empire. <laughs> That's Nick Briggs. He's in the studio with his microphone. And uh, cheers to you, Nick Briggs. Cheers indeed. Okay, uh, talk about the Sandman. Please. Oh, the yeah, the Gaiman. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Gaiman. You guys know Neil Gaiman? He does a lot of stuff. Yes. He, yeah. The uh, British author. He's awesome. There's a couple I was familiar with, but the one I was most familiar with uh, was a. They turned it into a TV series, American Gods. Yes, American Gods with uh, David Tennant, who played uh, the Doctor Who, by the way. Oh, well, Neil there you Gaiman, go. Neil Gaiman, also a big Doctor Who nerd. Uh, he, in fact, wrote the first episode of Doctor Who where, where the uh, Doctor Who's ship became a woman because Doctor Who's ship has always been a woman. Oh. And, well, you know, that, that's the whole theory. Uh, but uh, he he wrote the first episode where she actually became impersonified as a female body and really gave the doctor a lot of shit. Like, you, you know, you're opening my doors the wrong way, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and Neil Gaiman uh, did the Sandman, uh, not to be confused with the uh, Marvel Universe Sandman. Okay, like I was a, wondering that because I've yeah. read comic books of the Sandman. Was he made of sand? No. Because if so. he was if he was made of sand, then that's Marvel Sandman. Oh yeah, who, uh, who the, is one of the enemies of Spider Man. Yeah, he's made of sand oh, and no, he no, gets no. big yeah. punchy fists and all of that. Yeah, no, no, no. So I'm pretty uh, sure it was uh, based on the Neil Gaiman novels. Oh, yes. the one that you read. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So the Neil Gaiman novels are actually based on the DC universe. You know, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, and, and in the DC universe, the Sandman is a Morbius. Who is the basically the god of like uh, sleep and uh, totally different from the Marvel Sandman, who is like basically a dude who got you know turned into sand and fights Spider Man all the time. So uh, <laughs> yeah, Mor- Morbius is, is basically a god in the DC universe, and you know these it's like God with a small G and quotes around it because they don't want to offend anyone. But uh, Mor- Morbius is the, you know the god of uh, God of Sleep, pretty much. He's the God of Dreams. And uh, it's a great series. Oh, my God. And it's on audible.com. You can go to audible. You know, audibletrial.com slash book, guys, or audible.ca. Just go to Audible. Crap, <laughs> who cares? Go to Audible and uh, look up uh, Neil Gaiman and Sandman. It's uh, not an audio book. It's one of my favorite genres of anything. It's an audio drama. Okay. Totally worth it. And uh, since we're on bowl after bowl, you want to burn something mild, probably sativa. You don't want to go indica. You don't want to fall asleep through it. But you want to you want to burn a little sativa and turn on Sandman by Neil Gaiman. It's a full audio drama where every character has a different actor. There's sound effects. And uh, now I, th- I believe the, the second one came out recently. Uh, do we have a clip from that, uh, Spencer? Oh, 
me see if I can find a. Pro- can we give them a little taste? I'm not sure. Let me see. They I could. Can they could pause the podcast right now, burn a you know half a J, and then check it out. Sandman. Sandman. That's what I'm doing. The year was 1916. Roderick Burgess conceived a plan. In my power, he would capture death. Did Burgess know what he had got? Damn you, you are death. At last, finally, I am free. This is him, brother. He's back. Help me, please. Sandman's a fairy story. He's back, John Constantine. Dream of the endless, and he wants his own. The helm, the ruby, the pouch of sand stolen. You escaping from prison? No, from Arkham, the madhouse. Oh, Jesus. We didn't want you. We wanted to capture death. You wanted death? Count yourself lucky that you've snared death's (laughs) younger brother. I don't believe this. Did it occur to you that I'd be worried silly about you? You threw the bread at me. Dream, you're as bad as desire, or worse. I am always ready to listen to you, desire. Are we not endless, queen of despair? I have shown him fear in a handful of dust. The Sandman, only from Audible, in association with DC. Just close your eyes and listen. Greetings to you, Lucifer Morningstar. Hello. Hello, Dream. Whoa, he's talking with the devil! <laughs> now, come on. You tell me if one of your podcast listeners <laughs> wasn't high already, didn't hear that. They're like, come on, tell me they're not wanting to you know, listen to the whole story. That's a fantastic. Audio dramas are the best thing you can listen to high. And you can even do it while being productive. Like a... I, I can listen to the Sandman and be totally enthralled in the story while doing the dishes or the laundry or yeah, mowing the, lawn the back or lawn, you yeah, know? Yeah. That's why I say listen to it. Don't read it because you're, you're not going to sit. Yeah. At least my, my own personal experience, I am not going to sit in a chair in the backyard when there's crap to do and just sit there, you know, a little bit inebriated and read put on my glasses and read text and imagine it. No, because I'm, I'm high, dude. I need, I need to get to, <laughs> You got to get you know going. I mean? But you, you can easily, you know, put the earbuds, especially if you got like, you know, uh, Apple, whatever the, the long spaghetti things, put them in your ear. What do you call them? AirPods? I guess so. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. The, the, the earbuds, whatever. Or uh, I've got the Samsung, uh, you know, the earpods. I put them in my we ears. We get the big I... fat cans here. We get the cans over the ears. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, 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 I do the Samsung uh, earbuds pro. They're, they're great. It's like a little like bean you put in your ear. It's a silver bean. I do have Ooh. this. Um, it's like an LG something. It's like a horseshoe. It goes around your neck, and then the, the two little earbuds pull out. Not as annoying. In, as, and as, you can retract the, them. You know what? Spencer, the, the, the Samsung earbuds, not as annoying as the Samsung earbuds. You basically like stick them in your ear. Yeah. You can go running. You can do whatever you want. They're never coming out. And, and you don't have that wire, and you can you know wash the dishes. You can uh, go for a jog. You can go for a walk. You can be like fixing the fence or uh, doing the laundry. And at the whole time, it's like the Sandman. You know, you can have this whole <laughs> universe in your ears, and, and that's why I recommend it. If you you know if you're burning one, yeah, why not? Or, or you know, or, or or it doesn't have to be an audio drama. But those are the most you know exciting ones, right? Yeah. You got the whole like. Uh, 
It's, it's like a TV show in your ears. This is saying it's it's volume one and it's 11 hours and two minutes. Totally worth it. Wild. That's like an epic runtime. Yeah. Wild. And, and and you know what? Sound effects and uh, uh, the guest actors, I'm not going to even spoil it, but you know what? Because I just knew it was Neil Gaiman reading his own work and uh, very rarely should, should an author read their own book because they suck. Yeah. <laughs> Like Stephen King reading his own book sucks. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The only the only Stephen he's got a King weird voice. Read, yeah, he's got a weird voice. Yeah, exactly. Oh no. <laughs> but the, but the the only book that by Stephen King read by Stephen King that I would uh, recommend is on writing because he's talking uh, about yeah that's how to write. And it's, like, it's written in his you voice. Probably should do it like this, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to hear him. Reading a horror movie. And it was so scary. <laughs> it's hard to get into the no, suspense. It's, it's, it's like Mort, Mort from uh, Family Guy <laughs> reads you a scary story. And that's what it sounds like. Oh, my, so scary. Oh, my God, I'm Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. Oof. No, but only if, if, if you on Audible, if, if you see uh, narrated by Stephen King, on writing. Everything else, no. <laughs> Save your money. But Neil Gaiman is a great, uh, great reader. Uh, I would recommend any of his books uh, read by him. But uh, the Sandman, he's got a full cast. Uh, there's some surprise special guests. You might like uh, listen to it and go, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I've read a couple of, uh, well, listened to a couple of audible books back in the day. Uh, always get the comedian ones. I really enjoy those, and those oh, are like yeah. even stand-up comedy is good. Those are know. solid in the the author's voice. Well, you, like you guys are Doug, podcasters. Doug Stanhope's two books. Yeah. Uh, uh, Norm. Norm. Norm's. Uh, Norm McDonald's uh, quasi memoirs. Uh, uh, like uh, Norm McDonald has a few uh, books out there as well, and it's like a podcast is kind of like the you know the foot in the door to other stuff. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, audio dramas are definitely up there. Uh, you know, yeah, I listen to No Agenda Show and uh, now Bowl After Bowl and Bowls with Boots all the time. But uh, I want to get a book in once in a while, right? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, you're right. The thing with Audible is you can get like their, uh, I'm not going to give out a promo code, but, you know, you, you get their like lowest plan and you have access to like uh, hundreds of audiobooks on top of that one you get. Sir Paul, so when for did you start bucks? working for Audible? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when Audible, ba when uh, Amazon basically bought Audible and made it like the most uh, useful walled garden there is of yeah. uh, audiobooks, that's when I became a subscriber. You nice. Because uh, honestly, other than uh, Pirate Bay, uh, Audible is the best place, mm. books, to be honest. And, and like I said, you get one a week, one a month. But they have an uh, like a little library of like a couple hundred audiobooks. So once you've got your twenty bucks worth for that one audiobook, you can still buy a bunch. Mm. Yeah, I've played with it a bit in the past. Uh, uh, as far as big finish for the Doctor Who stuff, because uh, I'm cheap <laughs> and frugal. Yeah, uh, you sign up as a user and uh, just wait for the sales, guys. Wait for the sales because you know don't buy the thirty dollars for a one hour doctor who show because eventually they're going to be like oh you get 10 for 20 bucks so wait wait for the sales i'll just email him i'll say sir paul gave me this uh c crazy promo code but i don't remember <laughs> it but 
I'll just but, name but you drop know, you, and they'll be like, oh, Spencer, yeah. Spencer, it's value <laughs> for value, right? Yeah. Because I, I respect value for value. Uh, and you know what? There, there's certain properties that you'll never see them on Pirate Bay. Yeah. Because the value for value, the pirates themselves will not put it on. And one of those things is the Big Finish audiobooks. Interesting. You can find maybe their first 50 from like the 80s on uh, Pirate Bay. But pirates just don't put Big Finish stuff on uh, on Pirate Bay. They say... Uh, Thank you for the value for value. That's right. That's right. There's a lot of stuff like... Um, so a lot of uh, respectful properties. I think it's something to do with the you know the whole Pirate Bay philosophy. You know, yeah, there's a should be free. There's a code, and, uh, right? The Pirate Code. Yeah, it's, uh, the Pirate Code. More guidelines, but so you, you you can't find like the latest you know big finish on Pirate Bay. Believe me, I've tried. Uh, <laughs> now we have uh, we have some guys in the audience who are incredible at finding stuff. I mean, otherworldly. Otherworldly. Hey, uh, are there any boosts coming in? Are we live? Boost? Yeah. What? What's the? Boost? I haven't heard any pew pews. Let me make. So the... I, uh, is this all malfunctioning? Because I was thinking of going the you know. I think it's broken. Two point route. I think it's broken, man. No, it's uh hooked up. Uh, just no boost yet. No boost yet. Um. Pew! Look at that summon one. No, I'm just kidding. That was uh. <laughs> that was a. Just that making a sure that the thing was um. Just check it. Lit. Just check it. But yeah, it's uh, it's on. I was going to ask you, because uh, we always do this to buds who are in the bowl for the first time, and especially the NA guys, we always want to find out wh- how you got hit in the mouth. Like, how'd you come to No Agenda in the first place? Um, I'm a twit to No Agenda. I got gotcha. you. So, uh, this week in tech, hi, this is Leo Laporte for the Twit Network. Oh, here's my friend, John C. Dvorak, you know, and... Uh, of JCD, and then I just happened to one day be uh, searching through my Apple podcast app, John C. Dvorak, and I was like, oh, no agenda show, let me check that out. And then, oh, yeah, these guys are thinking like I think. Maybe I'm not crazy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, maybe I am not insane. I listened to like a two-hour episode, and I was like, oh, man, they're thinking like I think. Like, maybe I'm not completely insane. There's hope. Yeah, there's hope. And then I became a knight. I uh, got the wrong size ring, lost my ring, and uh, here I am. Wow, that's an epic journey, man. Epic journey. So basically, uh, JCD to uh, No Agenda Show. And then, uh, um, not through that, but just coincidentally, um, Father Robert Balliser, who did a show on Twit, became one of the book guys. Hung oh, out with cool. him for a while. Uh, did a lot of episodes with him. Great guy. Absolutely love him. And then uh, Trump won the election. And I believe I did not say enough derogatory things about Trump. Ah, get you in trouble. I I literally got a message on Twitter from Father Robert Balliser who said, I can't believe you've gone insane and uh, can't talk to you anymore. Blocked. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I was like, what? I think it's very He literally had us on shows on Twit. Uh, We... We did live shows, uh, me, Sir Jimmy, Craig Damlo, uh, Joe Esposito, all, all like no agenda type folks. Yeah. And um, it was like a Twitter thing. It was oh, a weird I can't believe time, you're, you support Trump. I'm like, dude, I'm Canadian. I'm, I, I can't support, like, I'm in Toronto, you know? <laughs> can't believe you're uh, not uh, full left wing uh, Democrat uh, hmm. blocked. It's the horrible. The weirdest thing ever. Like uh, my, my uh, 
I had an employee. What was his name? Kevin. Kevin Lawler. Kevin the King Lawler. And, uh, uh, you know, Father Robert Bellister was nice enough on his uh, Saturday of his uh, bachelor party. I I asked uh, Father Robert Bellister to, you know, bless us, to keep us from harm. (laughs) He did a whole sermon. And, and, and it was straight face, and I was I was all serious about it. Hmm. He blessed us, and like so that you guys can you know go out and party like crazy tonight and not get hurt. And even even the uh, you know Kevin and his friends were like taking it all serious. They were like, "Yes, amen, amen, brother." And, but uh, you know, Father Robert was a friend enough at that point to do that for me. You know, take you know, come on, taking out half an hour of your day. Yeah, you're you're a bud. Right, and it wasn't. It wasn't six months later. He was like, "I can't believe you would uh, possibly support uh, Donald Trump, and uh, I believe you're, you know, bad person. I'm blocking you. <laughs> I'm not going to be on your podcast anymore. You know." And he's um, uh, the current Pope. Uh, damn, what's the the order? Uh, he's a Jesuit. Oh, uh, okay. He's a Jesuit, and 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 he is right now. Uh, Robert Balliser. He's uh, like the head of. Uh, like uh, media relations for the Vatican. Wow. You know, he, he's not just sitting at Twit, you know, doing, you know, phone reviews. That was a uh, big he's, thing. Yeah, he's he's not at Twit anymore. He's uh at the Vatican. He's like working for the Pope. Damn. Like he's like one of the heads for the like their media department, you know, like uh NWO, my friend. Yeah. But he doesn't talk to me anymore. And, and funny thing, man. I just want to say, Robert, if you're out there, man, Padre, I didn't do anything wrong, man. I don't know if uh, we have a lot of priests in the audience. I know there's a few no, Catholics no. out there, but but you know, I I literally have nothing against him. Uh, great guy, great great guy. Yeah, and uh, had him on the book show, and he was a laugh. Uh, he he would say things that you wouldn't expect a priest to say, you know, and uh, he would bring good books to the table, talk to us about new technology and uh, you know book reading, and you know he he got us on Leo's network for a while and. Just a good guy, but then that was it. Done. Jesuit, NWO, Vatican, Trump, you're bad. Go fuck yourself. Man. So just in in a a microcosm, told us go fuck ourselves. (laughs) Because we weren't NWO enough and he was too close to the Pope. Uh, Can you imagine how many tendrils of the New World Order act like that? Yeah, it's probably uh, pretty par for the course. You know what I mean? Like uh, someone further away from the Pope than him would just, you know, delete you from their, you know, contact book. Yeah. But there are rules in that uh, upper echelon of the, you know, Vatican, whatever. That Half makes your sense. audience yeah. just went, Paul's crazy as fuck. Paul, <laughs> Paul who the, who, where's Paul going with this? That's what we <laughs> want to know. These people are sick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn my uh, screen on so I don't get got, cut off again. He got excommunicated. What happened? DeLorean, you're so silent. I feel bad. It's like, did I say something wrong? Oh, no. I'm just taking it all in, man. (laughs) She always does this. I'm quiet. I'm a poor podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) No no one's a more poor podcaster than I, my dear. Not at all. So this mobile setup thing, uh, you told me you like tore down the studio. Are you you, like making a move or or do you just want to stay mobile? Uh, I've got this weird um, like bay window at the top of the house and that's where I sleep and that's where it is. And I, I, I need a weird custom desktop for the, the bay window. Like oh, you can't I buy gotcha. this shit, right? It's like, it's weird. Like, you know, I got to yeah. like cut it, whatever. And 
PCs there. It's mounted to the wall. Got like one of those like open, like you know, mount to the wall PC things. Like, oh, it's got like uh, four posts and a piece of glass sticking out. But uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I've been slacking uh, on doing the wiring and getting the custom uh, desktop in. I just turned it off, man. So I've I've got my my phone and I figured out a way to like podcast from my phone and the sad thing is spencer some of this audio actually sounds better than like the whole mixer and the you know 600 microphone i have upstairs <laughs> this actually sounds better it's wild right? and i'm like what the hell why did i spend all that money and time oh man our setup mostly is from uh <laughs> pawn shop yeah just piece by piece slowly yeah so so upstairs i i the the mic is in hundred bucks the mic i'm on now was like 75 dollars you know and this wow. one sounds better nice yeah they make them a lot better these days too i mean depending on how long you've yeah, had the true. other one i don't know that's true um we we have great you know video cameras and mics in our pocket right now that we didn't have back in the day and i'm so glad because man when I, when I was 15 or 16 i'm so glad nobody had a camera in their pocket oh jeez we did some messed up, you know, stuff. Yeah. Messed up stuff. And I feel so bad for the kids that are like 16 right now. And they're out with like seven friends and five of them recorded it all. Yeah. And it's going to be on Facebook. Forever. It's going to be on TikTok. It's going to be, you know, emailed to their grandmother. It's, it's a crazy damn. world. Yeah. Back no, in the no day, privacy. Like, there's no way. Nobody had a camera in their pocket. Nobody. Everyone's like, oh, shit. <laughs> but nobody had a camera in their pocket. Yeah, that's Can a good thing. Can you imagine? And, and you know, don't say it on the air, man. You know, but people at home right now, all the boulders, there was that moment. If you're over 30, <laughs> there was that moment you're oh, shit. And if someone had a iPhone 13 at that time. People would go to jail. Yeah, dude, you, you wouldn't have your job right now. Right, you would be in jail, or like you know, you you wouldn't have married your wife. Something, something <laughs> bad would have happened, right? Like yeah. she would not have stuck with you because she saw that shit on TikTok or you know, freaking Facebook. Damn, it's weird times. Yeah, and that's why a lot of parents now just say, you know, you can't have social media till you're eighteen. Yeah, that seems or, reasonable to me. You can move out. You move out. You know, sixteen. Go get an apartment. That's fine. Get your own TikTok and Facebook, but not in this house. I think that's a good move, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um totally. Because uh, uh oh my god. It's just a uh, I don't know. It's funny cuz we kind of came of age when that started popping off. Like it was like Zanga and then MySpace yeah. and then uh we couldn't even be on Facebook until I remember it was like 2005 or 6 uh cuz I'm, I'm an old fart so cuz before my, my, that like uh What was your first computer Spencer? Well, first computer I, we ever had was uh this uh PowerPC uh Macintosh. I know it sounds like a contradiction, but uh god, I can't remember the model, but it was like a uh, Macintosh from like uh 1994 or 5. Nice. My my first um computer was an atari 800 xl wow it was completely fucking useless That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it could run cubert 
Oh. That is all. <laughs> Whoopie dang. Yeah. And that was the time of the, you know, Commodore 64 and uh, Commodore 128. And what we used to do is like uh, the piracy back then was, um, yeah, I, I'd get like a, a giant disc is like seven inches by seven inches <laughs> and, uh, you know, load the program. And before the game would play, there would be like a screen saying, hi, I'm Yuri from Germany. This is my address. Please send me piracy. <laughs> Literally, it would, it would be like, please send me piracy. And there, the guy's freaking address would show up oh in like four God. seconds. And then the pirated game would play. And what I would do is then, thanks for this game, Yuri from Germany. Mm -hmm. I, I would take the, the, the software, load it to my hex editor on the Commodore 64 and edit it. So I'd be like, hello, I am Paul from Toronto. <laughs> this is my address. Send and me piracy. Please send me piracy as well. And now here is your game. And then from the, you know, uh, the editing that I would do is kind of like notepad, hex editor. Uh -huh. You get to know what you're doing. And then, and then it would play. Hi, I'm Yuri from Germany. <laughs> This is my address. Here is the, uh, you know, pirated game you want. And that was it. And then uh, if a third person in like freaking Zimbabwe would get that. And remember, this was all like uh, based on like a honor system. Wow. So they, they wouldn't delete me and Yuri's, you know, uh, cover screens. So if you were like on low on the totem pole of the mailing, yeah. these, were, these were mail. There was no internet. These were literally... You take take the freaking floppy disk, which uh, I'm not gonna say. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to eyeball it here. With I'm like literally holding my hands, like you know the director holds his hands like a fork. Yeah, it was like like yeah, about about six by six inches floppy disk. You had to mail it to some other random dude that <laughs> because he like it was like a blockchain. Yeah, right. He put his uh, video intro in. With his name and ad his freaking real address, you know, craziness. And you would mail it to him, and then he would like mail it to but someone there's else. Like, there's no way it gets out to you know millions of people like it could today. Just being no, on a floppy no, disk. it was like thousands of people yeah. and only like real nerds, right? You know? Yeah, and and the biggest nerds would take it and you know, uh, like basically uh, the equivalent today would be like download it and, and you know. Uh, put it into notepad.exe and then they would write their own code on top. And then if you were like a kind of a sort of a nerd, you would end up getting mailed one of these, um, you know, six by six inch discs. And it would, because everyone took 10 seconds to put their name on the screen <laughs> before you could play the video game, <laughs> you would listen to like 10 of these fucking things. <laughs> so it was like three minutes First of all, the disc would take like five minutes to load. Yeah. It, it wasn't instantaneous. And then once it loaded, there was the five minutes of, hi, I'm Yuri from, Jer hi, I'm Paul from Toronto. Hey, this is Jim from uh, North Dakota. Ba -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> so five minutes after that, the video game would start. But Wow. And we had no internet. Right. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, the first uh, computer I played with was the Power Macintosh 6100. I found it. It's nice. like a pizza box looking thing. 
And it nice. had a CD-ROM in the middle and like this fro- floppy drive on the right. <laughs> so you could do either one. And oh the, man, I think I think well, we were deep into like Windows PC when uh, like online Parsi started, right? Yeah, I don't know. I it, was, it was all pretty much Windows, right? Windows was like the Windows was the only thing you could play a game on, like reasonably. I yeah. always I always had Max growing up. Doom Doom was the first game you could play reasonably with someone, except you couldn't move the neck of the virtual, you know, the the player you were playing. <laughs> yeah couldn't move his neck yeah. <laughs> like there was no tilt up and tilt down forward. you had to jump if you wanted to look up you had to jump yeah and you had to call right and th- this is the time just after the commodore 64 where I, uh, my friend donald abrew i wanted to play doom with him the first like multiplayer game mm-hmm. so i had to like literally like type in his phone number on my commodore 64 modem and be like and it would ring on his side Right? If his mom picked up the phone, that's it. We're not playing. <laughs> He'd be like, Mom, don't pick up the phone. We're, we're, we're playing nerds. You know? <laughs> and then the phone ring. And, and they would say, connected. Weird. And it's like, it wasn't like connected to a 32 player, you know, like uh, Tom Clancy, freaking amazing 3D video game. No, it was. You're connected to one more person than <laughs> than you could ever be, yeah. and then you would play. But literally, if the guy was like four feet above you, there was no way to turn your neck up. Damn! <laughs> so you're always jumping. So it was this game where everyone's like up and down, up and down. everyone was jumping because the guy could literally be like guy or gal could be like three feet above you, and you wouldn't see them unless you. Were. So it was like this whole game where people were jumping, 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 jumping. But it was it was a two player game that sometimes took like forty minutes to get connected, and then yeah. you play for ten minutes, and then you're bored. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't appreciate what we have now—the connectivity, That's true. Um, like the, the Mac, games now. The Mac kids games are playing were with like always 36 limited. Thirty-six players, right? Like, yeah, there's people playing on World of Warcraft with thousands of other players. Yep, and they don't appreciate like this connectivity that they have, and uh, then on the on the other end of the spectrum. We're all carrying phones and we don't realize how many thousand companies and maybe hundred thousand people can read that fucking email you sent. Right. You used you use Gboard as your keyboard uh-huh. on your Android phone. Like I, I could do a whole other show with you guys about like replacing some of the apps on your Android phone to not let these companies read what you're saying. Yeah. It's uh In, Everything you do, if you, if you're using Gboard or Samsung's uh, keyboard, mm-hmm. there are hundreds of companies that can buy everything you typed and you signed it away when you clicked OK. Mm-hmm. The old I agree. You know, I, I sound like a weirdo right now, but you know what? <laughs> Literally, if you have Gboard or Samsung's keyboard on your Android phone, private companies can buy everything you ever typed. It's all stored by Google, and they sell it. If you're on Apple, uh, Apple, you're a little bit better. Uh, Apple does not sell that information to uh, private companies, but for like a buck fifty, they're going to sell it to your local law enforcement. Woo! Apple will always acquiesce to uh, warrants and production letters, and any kind of legal. Uh, Whoop! Sir Paul, lost Sir Paul again. Sorry, right. I think he'll notice. Yeah, I know. I there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. Quick. Yeah, it's weird. Clean feed. Sorry, 
I don't know where I was in that whole rant, but... Uh, it was something about... That's Officer Douche. Yeah, pretty much. Officer Douche. Is that Larry? Officer Douche. No, that's, uh, it's from Boondocks. Have you ever seen Boondocks? Oh, I thought that was, uh, Larry. That, that Larry sounds kind of like Larry, doesn't it? <laughs> that's Officer Douche. Does sound like Larry. <laughs> totally <laughs> Officer Douche. He, he said Officer Douche like a hundred times on uh, that Larry show. That's funny. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah the, they can buy all that shit that you're typing into your keyboard. Uh, Apple requires a warrant or production letter from law enforcement or the government. You know, it could be your, uh, you know, the tax man. So you're kind of okay with Apple, but not really. Uh, Google requires Google, six quarters, right? <laughs> Google requires a buck 50 and uh, they're selling your information. So uh, replace that keyboard. What did you uh, get for your new keyboard? Uh, let me see. I'm going to alt tab and I'm probably going to get cut off. Y you want to uh, go into fdroid, uh -huh. f-droid.org. Uh, you get FF updater. You install the Bromite browser. You still with me? Bromite. Yeah. 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 We got yeah, you. Bromite. Uh, it's open board. Open board uh, through fdroid. You get open board for your keyboard. Okay. Open board does not share your keystrokes with anyone. That Unlike, seems important. Uh, Google or Samsung. Uh, for your SMS, you want uh, QK SMS. You replace your uh, alt tab back into clean feed so we don't lose our connection again. Yeah. So you want um, QK SMS to replace your uh, text. Because again, if you're using the text from Samsung, they can read it all, they can sell, sell it all. If you're using the stock Android, Google's going to read all your texts, sell them all, and uh, whoever, the government, your insurance company, Insur insurance company is going to, you know, see you saying, oh, let's get drunk as F. <laughs> Your car insurance just went up a hundred bucks a month. Oh, I shouldn't have texted that. Uh, How did you know, Paul, the book guy, yeah. what I'm texting? Yeah. Wait a second. I, you know why? Because I paid a buck to Google. Oh. Uh, have you guys seen uh, 2,000 Mules? No. No, no, I've seen excerpts. So two, 2,000 Mules got video footage through... Uh, FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act, yeah. legally, uh, because the government, uh, let me alt-tab back. Oh, you alt-tabbed and then you disappeared. There we go. Oh, there yeah. you go. So, so uh, 2,000 mules got evidence of uh, malfeasance in the last election in the United States uh, by basically buying it from Google. <laughs> nice. Right? So, so they basically said, hey, Google, we'd like to know how many people have been around this mailbox on this certain date and where did they go they paid a couple bucks that like, sounds easy uh, nothing illegal because they they weren't saying hey who are these people no no they weren't asking for identification they just said hey we want to know who was around this mailbox on this date from this time to this time and it was like okay uh tree fitty right all cash they, baby all cash tree fitty they bought it from google they did this for thousands and thousands of locations and they found that, you know, and then they were like, oh, where else do these people go? And Google's like, oh, uh, uh, that'll be $7.23. Like, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll do that too. Okay. At no point is it illegal unless Google tells them who they are. Right? Right. So Google, Google will tell you, we, we got person 172. Yeah. You're, uh, what do they always say? You're. Your anonymized your data. Mask, your mask. Would you like yeah, to send anonymized data back to Google to improve yeah, techniques and <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, person one I like one, money though. 
person 172 uh, was at this uh, Dropbox four times on election day. So uh, where else did person 172 go? It's not an illegal question. And they say, well, it'll be $8.12 and you pay. And they tell you, okay, he went here, 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 and that. He or she. Um, so they were going to like, you know, Zuckerberg election locations, right? Mm. So, but all this was obtained by just paying Google. <laughs> just regular schmoes off the street, just uh, paying Google. Just rando, rando guy saying, rando guy or gal saying, I want to know who was around this mailbox and when to find those people. I want to know where they went that day. And here's my credit card. Damn. And if those people did not bring their phones, they'd be scot-free. If those people did not, you know, have uh, all this Google software on their phone, they'd be scot-free. If they didn't have iPhones, they'd be scot-free. But they're kind of identified, right? Only time I'm ever going to do shady shit, I go there uh, with no phone, completely butt-ass naked except for a tinfoil thong. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've, st- I've still never been caught. Damn, DeLorean, you've been so silent tonight. I feel like I've done something wrong. No, absolutely not. I'm just taking it in. <laughs> <laughs> this would all are we, are I, we doing more books? Because uh, you know, this whole like uh, privacy thing is kind of a downer. Oh, it's like you don't want to you want to know how far up their butt uh, up your butt they are. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. just depressing. I see the list, and I see you have "Inside Your Mind" by Stephen oh, Fry on there. Inside your mind. Um, again, I'm gonna sound like a shill. <laughs> don't 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 do Audible. Audible sucks, but, uh, <laughs> but I love it's it's um not Stephen it's um please help me out here not Stephen Merchant oh Stephen um, Fry Stephen Fry oh my God I've I've been in love with Stephen Fry's voice since uh, I was a kid when he was doing the voice for the uh, uh, you know Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy mm. St- Stephen Fry um, does this it's only available on Audible it's a, a like a kind of like a Walled Garden podcast, mm-hmm. but he, it's all about your mind, and uh, it's all scientific and you know um, serious stuff. And but it, it makes it so entertaining. It's um, do we have a clip? Uh, let me see if I can find one. Let's roll a clip because you know you're lucky. I am like fast at my fingertips with this I, kind of thing. I, I know, I know. I'm I'm being kind of JC. <laughs> right like, I don't play the this. The evening now. sun is sinking behind the walls of the ancient Greek city of Cranon, sometime towards the end of the fifth century BC. The city sits amid the rich and fertile plains of Thessaly, famed for the quality of its grain and horses. This evening, we are eavesdropping on a lavish feast thrown by Scopas, the city's ruler. The guests are well into their third barrel of the excellent local wine as they listen to the celebrated philosopher-poet Simonides of Chios, known as the Honey-Tongued, finishing his song in praise of his host's recent victory in a chariot race. But Scopas is drunkenly refusing to pay the poet the agreed fee. Simonides, it seems, has spent too long praising the semi-divine twin horsemen Castor and Pollux rather than his sponsor, and Scopas suggests he apply to them for the balance. A messenger intervenes to tell Simonides that two strangers on horseback are asking for him at the main gate. He leaves the banqueting hall immediately, and in so doing, saves his life. 
No sooner has he left the building when a tremendous earthquake strikes the city, reducing the room in which he has just performed to dust and rubble. None of the other guests survives. That's intense. I, I gotta say, 10 years ago, we were saying on the book, guys, that Audible picks the worst freaking clips to promote their shows. Yeah. And this is probably the worst freaking clip to promote the Inside the Mind. Because he, he actually gets into like how your brain works and, uh, you know, he gives you great examples that where you actually look, look at yourself and think, oh man, that's so true. He talks about neurons firing in the brain and, you know, uh, how the human mind adapts to different situations. Like you, you could like take like, uh, let's say you took a bunch of seven year olds and just dropped them in the middle of a war zone. Mm. Their brains would actually adapt to become warriors within their lifetime mm. and their children would actually be born with those traits already. And then, you know, if, if the world becomes pussified, let's say like uh, George Carlin would say, you, our brains are literally born pussified and I'm sorry, it, it's a, it's a crude term, but if you, if you've ever, you know, listened to George Carlin. Vagina. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> So, so our environment actually shapes our brain in real time to the point where if uh, you and your wife move from where you are into like a crazy, like, you know, Star Trek war zone, you know, laser beams flying everywhere, everyone's dying, your children will actually be born, you know, genetically with a different type of brain. That's so wild. And, and mm. that's why humans have survived so many generations because- we adapt and, and, uh, and the brain of someone in one country compared to another and in a war zone, like a, a German born, you know, uh, you know, let's say 10 years before world war two would have a different brain than a German born, you know, 10 years ago. And that applies to, of course, to every country, but the, the situation, the brain is so malleable and, and so adaptive that even within its lifetime, it, it can, uh, adapt and, uh, you know, grow neurons. Like neurons aren't like a wire in a computer. They're more like the tendrils inside a plant, right? Sure. So, Makes so sense. You, you, your brain will adapt so quickly within years. It's not even like decades or hundreds of years. Within days, like if something needs to change and your thinking needs to change, your brain can change within days. The, the little neurons will retract and grow in different directions and the electricity be firing in different ways where like a robot is, is a robot. Right. Someone actually has to come and change the wires. Like, oh, this thing used to pick up shit and put it over there and now it's got to dig holes and we got to put new arms on it and change the program and, you know, you got to actually do it. But the human brain is so adaptive that if you go from like a war to a peaceful situation, your brain will literally start rewiring itself immediately like oh peacetime now it'll it'll start dewiring all those things about you know uh being weary about en enemies and thinking about self-defense it'll start literally dewiring like the the tendrils of the the neurons and the, everything will start rewiring itself to everything's cool everything's grueling. it's so fascinating the brain and uh they the bottom line is <laughs> Audible, which is Amazon, 
<laughs> Audible picked the worst freaking clip for that. Uh, we were talking about it's like some bullshit. <laughs> he was like, there's like a fight in ancient. Like, uh, oh, in, in the ancient, ancient uh, Sumeria. Shut the fuck. No. <laughs> yeah, so many much better clips they could have picked for that. This is your brain he, on ancient Sumeria. Yeah, pretty much. He starts kind of simplistically about the brain and it goes through your brain. And it's like, uh, probably, uh, you know, I, w- I would guess about 10 or 15 hours total, the, the whole content of that. Uh, that whole series, but it's kind of interesting, man. I I'll pro- I'll probably want to listen to it again. That sounds pretty cool. I always like Stephen Fry stuff that I've seen. I just love his voice. He's got a good voice. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. I was interested in what this is all about, because it has a funny title called We Are Legion, We Are Bob. Oh, We Are Legion, We Are Bob. Uh, I picked that one as a cannabis pick, because uh, the whole premise of the story is um, there's a guy named Bob. No way. Yeah, totally. Bob. <laughs> and they scan Bob. They scan Bob's brain. And they use him as an AI. Okay. And, and, and then he kind of becomes um, sentient, Bob. And uh, so he kind of wakes up and he's like, hey, I'm Bob, but what's going on? I'm a spaceship now? Whoa. What the hell? It's like, imagine, Spencer, tomorrow morning you wake up and you're a spaceship. I've had nights <laughs> like that. And, and Bob basically uh is sentient and he's being sent to another you know uh a part of the galaxy and um he starts creating more bobs as bob they're would all do bob yeah. <laughs> yeah right and they're all bob we are legion we are bob so uh you you get this story is always from the perspective of bob bob is n- narrating but the first bob is the live bob and then you he wakes up as bob he's an ai and so many bobs you know so the 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 whole story is that bobs um his whole sentience his uh consciousness keeps getting copied and it's slightly sim uh, similar and slightly different every time and uh throughout this whole series of the bobiverse hello there's the clue for you uh it's all bob <laughs> and, and you start off with a simple bob and then there's more bobs and more bo- bobs everywhere and it's kind of like a little bit about a tale about you know the different you know the whole thing about copying sentience and yeah AI and what happens if you get to the point where the things you're copying are alive like you're not just copying a you know a movie or a sound file you've got the point where um, digital information is alive sentient and now you're copying it over and over and over and over again so you have like you know, 60,000 Dame DeLoreans. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. But, but the whole thing is, what do those Dame DeLoreans do when there's 60,000 of them or 100 of them or 50 of them? Do mm. they get along? <laughs> you know, do they get along? Do they, uh, is it nature or nurture, right? Do the, does uh, the Dame DeLorean, okay, let's say the Dame DeLorean gets copied 100 times, 50 years from now, are all those 100 Dame DeLoreans the same, even though they went different places? Doubtful. And, that, <laughs> and that's where the, the Bobaverse, uh, the whole uh, Bobaverse, uh, you know, gets interesting, is where, you know, this Bob went somewhere for 30 years, and this Bob, who's identical, completely, total digital copy, uh, he's a pirate, <laughs> you know? Nice. Based pirate Bob. That's my kind of Bob. And then I think there's like uh, three of them in the series. Lots of bobs. At the end, it's like, there's so many bobs, you don't know which bob is which bob. Crazy. What's next, Spencer? What's going on? I was curious, 
I was curious, Paul, how's the weed situation in Canada, man? Uh, right now we're pretty much legal. Yeah. Um, uh, you can carry, I don't even know how many ounces you can carry, but, uh, for home use, you can have four plants. Okay. Four plants is legal. Now, is that uh, plants at every stage or is that like total plants? No. F- four plants in your primary residence. Okay. Uh, if I were to like, you know, hypothetically grow two seeds right now and if they sprouted, I'm looking at seven years in jail. Wow. Because you got the four plants and then two sprouted seeds. Yeah, if, if even one sprouted seeds, right? Oh, my God. Wow. That's crazy. That said, that said, the cops are pretty cool about it, but uh, I, I try to keep four. <laughs> See, <laughs> you know? here's in, in Missouri's medical law, when you home grow, um, I've always thought this is reasonable. You can have six plants, but for every stage of life. So you can have six clones, you can have six in veg, and you can have six blooming. Wow. Which is a more good. reasonable, like, thought-out situation. I, I, cause, I, I, I gotta say, I have a, my garden is on top of my uh, flat roof garage. Mm. It gets shitty sun. Uh, last year I grew four and I got like maybe like half a year's worth of uh, bud. Nice. Uh, but, you know, it'd be nice if I could grow eight. Yeah. Because even if well, they were kind be nice of, if you can keep rolling through them, you know, because uh, right. with all the life cycles there, then you can have, you can be pulling them down every, uh, right. every like couple months, you know, instead but, of waiting like, like. Five and you're going to seven years in jail? Come on. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. But, but I mean, uh. At least we can, you know, still hold down and grow. It's uh, it's been a long fight. Yeah, no long doubt. fight since I was a young kid. So what's the contrast? Like uh, we always like to ask people, what's the first time you ever even heard about or were told about weed? Because usually, like the first time you hear about weed, it's all like, ooh, it's scary. It's maybe make you stupid. No, um, we didn't hear about it on TV when I was younger. So it was like. Uh, it was basically in high school, like, hey, you want to get high, man? Want to mm. smoke a joint? Um, because I'm 49, so the TV when I was a young kid was so controlled that there was no mention of, you know, cannabis or barely even alcohol. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in the 70s, 80s, they, they weren't talking about, you know, smoking a joint in the 1970s when I was a kid. In the 80s, yeah, then, you know, you started getting a few references here and there, but it wasn't until... I think the 2000s that it was full blown, like, you know, snorting cocaine and, you know, smoking a joint. Mm. You weren't seeing that in the 90s, 80s, 70s, right? Uh, if anything, there was like a, you know, you're watching Barney Miller and uh, the, he would be like, hey, man, it's 420, my man. Uh. But no one, no one knew what it meant, right? It wasn't like, they weren't like actually holding a J, right? And, and burning it. Yeah, it was a lot so, more between the lines kind yeah, of humor. It, it was all like the dude at the back of the high school. Hey, man, you wanna, you wanna get home, man? And uh, one of the reasons I've always supported like the you know legalizing cannabis sale is, um, in high school the the guy the same dude, it was always a dude, mm. that you know wanted to sell you some herbs. He had other shit. Yeah. Hmm. It wasn't a cannabis store. It wasn't like, hey, this is 10% THC. This is 20%. You might want to hold off on the third. No, he was like, you, you want some Coke, man? There you go. Yep. Yeah, that's the problem you know, prohibition you want, some, you want some whipped cream? You know what whipped cream is? The little cartridges they put into the... Yeah, man. Whippings, man. Laughing gas. Laughing gas. Nitrous oxide. That's right. You want some whipped cream, my man? What the fuck are you talking about? I just want some... <laughs> Herbs, just some weed, man. You know, can you weed, man? 
And these were some shady mofos, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they should lower the, the you know the age for cannabis to fifteen. Go to the cannabis store, get cannabis, and that's all you get. Because right now, as, as you know, as much as the uh, you know, prohibition worked, never. No. You're gonna have these kids. It could be my kids, your kids. And they're gonna go and they're gonna see a dude, and that dude's gonna have cocaine. He's gonna have fucking fentanyl. He's gonna have heroin. Mm. He's a he's a douche. No doubt. I'd rather have my kid, even at 15, go to the store and say, you know what, I'm going to watch a movie. Uh, I want to get high. <laughs> and they'll give him like 10% THC. I'm good with that. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm not even going to, like, we're, I'm good. You, you know what? Yeah, you got her high. All right, my man. Thank you. Because the other guy at the back alley of the high school, he's going to be giving her cocaine, heroin, you know, fucking... Yeah, God Human knows beings what, are always you know? going to want an adventure, right? An adventure, right? They always want to like, hey, you just pop this pill. Be fun. But yeah. if they can just get their cannabis legally, safely, my God, man. What a difference. And I see it now in Ontario. The, the kids, the kids, I'm talking about 30-year-old kids. They yeah. go to the store <laughs> and they, they buy, you know, uh, some drops for their tea. They buy some papers. Uh, chocolate bars. Oh, do you have soft drinks? Oh, we'll grab some soft drinks. <laughs> and if they have, you know, muscle pain, instead of getting, you know, some crappy medicine that's going to make them, give them cancer, then they're taking uh, some CBD oil. Man, that's great. And no one in that store is offering you, you know, cocaine or meth or fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, it makes way more sense, you know. Way less Absolutely. harm. Way less harm. So the- much harm reduction. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Prohibition just causes so much more problems than uh, weed ever could if it wanted to. <laughs> it's crazy. Any kind of prohibition. Look at look at the all, all the states that uh, you know the the anti gun states. They're all shooting at. Look at Chicago. They're all yeah. fucking, they're blasting every weekend like forty people dead. Ba ba ba. And they're like, oh, you should uh, do what we do. No. Yeah, it seems like you a know? bad move. And I, I got Trudeau up here. He wants to ban handguns. That's right. I saw all of that. What's up with that? How's the gun situation in Canada? I heard it's not great. Oh, you know what? We probably have more guns per capita than you guys. Yeah. It's just not publicized. Honestly, as soon as the Trudeau was like, oh, handguns, uh, I got a cuz. He's a, he's a firefighter. He's like, oh, yeah, Canada's going to be much safer now that I can't have my handguns. Yeah, that seems crappy. None of the assholes are, are, you know, buying their guns legally. Yeah, no, not, none of the none chance. of the crime. Are, <laughs> that's the crazy part, you know. None of the crimes are committed by people like obeying the law. No, I know that and, seems and, and fucking mind bending, but it's insane. It's insane because we're so restricted as it is. Yeah, um, I'm not saying I have or not, but if you have a handgun, right? Sure. You have to have your gun completely unloaded. In uh, one safe, locked. And all your ammunition has to be in a completely different safe, locked. It's so So when absurd. you need it, you can't get to it. <laughs> can't get it going in right? time. So let's say a guy kicks in my front uh. door. Um, l- let's say I'm really good. <laughs> and in four minutes, I've got it all together. Or, or let's say two minutes. Let's say I'm rich and I have like, you know, like fingerprint unlock safes, right? Sure. And, and I press my thumb in. And I, I, you know, I, I get it all together. Let's give it like 40, 45 seconds. I've got it together. And the guy comes up the, you know, the stairs and I blast him. 
I'm going to jail for murder. Oh. So right? wh- why, what's the point? I of, literally uh, cannot what? defend myself with a firearm. What's the point of having one? It's crazy. Bingo. Bingo. So it's either for, uh, you know, um, if you, uh, hang on though, different. If you're, a, if you're a body man, if you're like a bodyguard, security guard, you can defend rich people. Oh, or, yeah. Or, or their money. Yeah. <laughs> right? So the, mm. like the, 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 you know, the Brinks truck will, truck will sh- show up at the bank. Those guys have guns and they can start blasting. If you yeah, try yeah to they've got a round in the hole too. Rich people's money. I like money. Yeah. Or uh, let's say uh, you, you and uh, Dame DeLorean start getting so many sats that you, you, you know, you're now a target of like a uh, kidnapping. Cause you've got, like, <laughs> Eight billion dollars in sacks. Okay, you're you're gonna have to get a body man, and you can do that in Canada too, right? You can get a body man or woman to protect you. They can start blasting, right? Because they're protecting rich people. Protecting <laughs> oh rich God. people or rich people's money is allowed, and they can carry firearms. They can actually the the only people that can conceal carry in Canada are uh, private security guards who are protecting either rich people or their money. Yes, insane. <laughs> wow. See here in Missouri, but, we have uh, constitutional carry, so yes. you can just you can just do it. You don't have to ask well, anybody for permission. I think I think since the last uh, Supreme Court's uh, decision, you guys have uh, concealed carry pretty much allowed. At it this should point. be pretty much rolled yes. out. Yeah, <laughs> now that now that that has been struck down, it'll probably take a while to ripple effect out anywhere. But yeah. uh, we we have a whole summer of Antifa riots to go through first. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, yeah. Now here we've had uh, constitutional carry for. Six years now, yeah, and uh, I can barely carry like a knife in Canada. Oh, we we we're good to go on that. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, actually, where I'm at, uh, it's it's below six inch blade. You're good. Oh, okay. So I carry that. If they make it seven, I'll carry a seven. <laughs> <laughs> so no samurais, I guess, up there, huh? Well, yeah, you know. Even with the firearm thing, I, you know what? I'm not going to say what I'm. What I was just thinking. If I say it, I'll never get a firearms license, so I'm going to be quiet. That. But, but I'm just going to say this: I'd rather be, you know, judged by twelve than carried by six. Yeah. Yep. That makes total sense. Oh, you uh, have a uh, one of them Kentucky rifles with the bayonet and uh, a cannon installed at the top of the stairs, just like the founding fathers <laughs> intended, right? Exactly. No hablo inglés, señor. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I I I also appreciate this the the, the wild card part of freedom that uh, nobody really thinks yeah. about, which is like <laughs> people were born already, so it's a little too late. You know, you well, you, know, you can the, have the a thing, law on the books somewhere, yeah, and and it's the law on the books over there. Okay. See, see, in in Canada, there, there's a lot of guns. Um, they're not as freely accessible as they are in the United States. You can't carry, you know, conceal carry. You can't walk around. Like if I, even if I, I had a, hypothetically speaking here, a legal uh, handgun, it would have to be, like I said, in a locked case, uh, the ammunition in another locked case. Transporting is a big issue here in Canada. Hmm. If, if I get caught on the road with that thing in my trunk, first of all, I can't have access to it in the vehicle. Oh, so you got to have it. Oh. Uh, Toronto, Ontario, no fucking way. It's got to be in your, in your trunk. And I have to have a scheduled appointment at the, uh, at, at the range. And if I got to pee, it's better to pee yourself than stop at the 7-Eleven when you're on the way to the range. 
Because if you get stopped at 7-Eleven, if someone checks you, if a cop checks your trunk, he's like, fuck you doing here at 7-Eleven? You could be in shit. Oh my it's, God. It's, it's, it's so tense like that. It's you hard to, to even go, imagine, man. Yeah, it's so tense. You have to go, so opposite go world to the here. range, pee yourself, pee at the range. You got to go to the range. And if you get stopped, I'm going to the range. Here's my appointment at the range. Uh, there you go, sir. Okay, go to the range. And you do not stop. Like, do not collect $200. Go straight to jail. You know, go straight to the range. And then once you're there, you can you know, put it all together, blah, 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 and go back home. But if you're just carrying it around, yeah, I know. You're screwed, man. That's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It's, a, it's so strict. But then again, you know, you go up north, uh, the further away you get from the city, the further away you get from the city, you could be, you know, up north in Ontario mm. and go to Walmart and buy a couple of shotguns. Imagine that. No. Now it's like that out in Mass, right? Yeah. In Massachusetts, I know in the home you have to keep the gun locked in one place. And I'm pretty sure the ammo has to be locked up in a separate place, but still locked up. If, there which you I go. never so understood. For, <laughs> for home defense, you have to always be saying, I happen to be cleaning my gun just at this moment <laughs> and they're never going to believe you right yeah, yeah so you got to stab home intruders i guess with the six inch blade <laughs> <laughs> not anymore or else that'd be illegal oh god i always you know i always say i'm going to resort to the frying pan <laughs> bonk em. yeah yeah you know weapon of opportunity yeah and it's not legal i mean all you can do is make you know making eggs with it right yeah just give them the old uh cast iron bonk I should do it. That'll keep you, keep you safe. <laughs> oh my Jesus! What's uh, what's the good strains going on right now up there, Paul? Anything from Cafe Man? There's so many. Yeah, you know, no, the, no they're mixing everything together now, and it's yeah. like uh, you can have uh, every X guy who's ever grown and, has yeah. his own fucking breed and strain now, names it and all and, that. And they're all crossing everything. I'll, yeah, I just walk into the dispensary. I'm like, uh, Sativa, please. Thank you. Yeah. Because the, they're, they're crossing everything with everything else, right? Yep. And back in the day, you didn't, even, you didn't even know if it was a indica or a sativa or good or bad. It was what you got, right? Yep. <laughs> it was like, weed. Weed, know. yeah. <laughs> it, it either made you, you know, more awake or sleepy. We didn't even know what it was called, right? We had the but there's so much good stuff out there from like uh, 10% THC to like 33%. Unbelievable. But some of the stuff now is like, wow. <laughs> like you're like, you take two puffs and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> this is not the other stuff I got where I can smell, you know, smoke uh, three joints. I just took two puffs and I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> like there's some genetically modified shit out there that is like, wow. Yeah. I had one yesterday. It was like three puffs. And I was like, oh, this was a terrible mistake. Because <laughs> oh. I had shit to do. And I was like, I just want to, you know, get a little taste and whatever. I had a phone call in 20 minutes. That was really important. And I was like, okay, let me try this new shit. And the, this bud was like the size of my fist. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take a little bit, you know, roll it up. And yeah. I was like, shit, that was stupid. <laughs> wow. It's got to be like, I am really high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, all right, I can have to get a glass of water or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of this stuff is really crazy. Like when, in, in the like 80s, it was like, you, you could like smoke four joints and you'd be like, whatever, you know, and it cost you like 30 bucks <laughs> and you were happy. But now it's like, you get like this shit for like, you know, fi you know, uh, primo stuff for like 18 bucks a gram. You're like, 
oh, I'm, I'm, I'm buying some Primo. The other stuff, seven bucks a gram. I'm going to 18. And you're like, yeah, I'll smoke this just like I did the other thing. No, bad no. idea. Oh, yeah. Stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and I can't even imagine some of the shit you guys have in like the Southern States with the, the people are mixing like freaking fentanyl into it. Like, yeah, that's what they say. I've, yeah. Never seen any. <laughs> yeah. They haven't just produced stories, any evidence. Right? I, that's what I thought. Just stories. Well, hey, like, they're know. they're actually pointing fingers up north of you guys now yeah. for the fentanyl oh, coming through. It. Oh, they're saying it's coming down from the northern well, listen, border. Listen, why would we have to mix fentanyl into shit? We got 33% fentanyl. <laughs> that's what, that's I'm what saying, we're man. saying, That's yeah. what I'm saying. You, know what I'm you saying? need like, a return uh, customer, right? No, no yeah, one would be like, dumb enough to put fentanyl in the weed. It's just like, it's just a, it gets you nothing. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm cutting this shit. It's with a like lose, my, my, lose, my lose situation, meat, right? Yeah, I'm like this shit is too strong. Yeah. I'm gonna use some of the crap from my garden. I'm gonna cut it fifty fifty. That's what we call cutting, you know? Cutting. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna mix it down. Yeah. Dilute Why would it. I need fentanyl? <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ! So, it's, it's absurd. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's fear propaganda personally. Me too. Yeah, it's just I, so I keep absurd. Hearing about this fentanyl, they've been talking about I, it for years. I've never seen it. Mm-mm. No. Maybe in like really strict, like, you know, where it's The only illegal. time I would ever suspect that's ever happened, like in real life, is if somebody's literally trying to fucking kill somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But other than sure, that. You could, like, you could put it on their like toothbrush, right? It's and not like, like a uh, product that's being offered on the streets, fucking fentanyl-laced weed. Just and, and I, I keep hearing of it as a make any downer, goddamn sense. Right? I keep hearing of it as a downer, and then I hear of it as an upper. Like, which is it? <laughs> Oh, God. Right? Because if you're smoking some sativa and it's making you down, you know something's ru- you know something's up. Mm-hmm. And, and fentanyl is like, like, stop your heart shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, but they mix it with everything. I, I keep hearing that they're mixing it with cocaine. Like, and I keep thinking, why would you mix a downer with cocaine? Yeah. Right. It's, right? it's not... Uh, right? Why would you mix a downer with even sativa herbs? Makes no viable sense. Because if you're yeah. a fucking... Like a fucking street dealer, and uh, you have coke, let's say, and supposedly you're cutting this fent- with fentanyl. You have to right. get the fentanyl. You have to handle like, the fentanyl. Yeah, w- wouldn't you use caffeine instead? You would use baby laxative yeah. or fucking Arm and Hammer or whatever the fuck. You know, yeah. like there's already known, <laughs> time-tested ways to step on fucking cheap. blow. Right. That are cheap and cheap, yeah, yeah and they're cheap, not going to kill and your fucking clientele. Yeah. The powdered sugar fuck yeah i mean i don't fucking know Which is like two bucks like for three kilos probably two thousand things before you get to fentanyl Much cheaper than fentanyl yeah i think it's all bullshit yeah i, I agree sure. it doesn't make for any sure. goddamn sense for sure it's all bullshit yeah but yeah, uh what's so. the what's the where are you guys at what's the herb situation is it legal um uh, how have, legal is it we have um, medical in the state right and um you have to have a card if you're, you know, patient, but like, it's pretty known that anyone can get a card. It's like most law, most medical programs in the U.S. It's like everyone can get a card. Yeah, everyone just bring your fifty bucks and your ID. Right. <laughs> that, that's how it was here a few years ago before it was legal. We, I, I had to go into like a medical, you know, dispensary, uh, see the doctor on Skype, and I was like, I'm depressed. And they're like. You qualify for medical marijuana. <laughs> like, Thank you. That will fix my depression. Muscle yes. spasms is another uh, good catch-all. <laughs> but j- just as I said it, that was that's what the doctor looked like on the Skype window. <laughs> they were like, "Well, then you qualify for mm. medical marijuana." I was like, 
thank you kindly, sir. <laughs> thank you, doctor. Nice. And then they gave me this weird fucking card. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just printed it on, like, on their printer there. They had, like, one of these card printers. It was nothing official. It's just like, now you are a medicinal motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Here's your card. Buy some herb. See yeah, but it was like that for, like, two years. And then the, the cafe people, they uh, fought hard in Toronto against all the bullshit. They kept saying no. They were like, we're closing your stores. They're like, no. Uh, and then the cafe people, it, it was called cafe. Uh, it's cannabis and fine edibles. Oh, nice. C-A-F-E. And then the city of Toronto would put block, cement blocks in front of their door because they kept saying no. They, they, you know, the city of Toronto was like, you have to close your store now. It's illegal. And they were like, nope. <laughs> no, we don't. Nice. Here's our lawyer. Call him. Nope. And so the, at one point, the city of Toronto started putting like these, uh, it was like giant concrete Lego bricks. What the fuck? The size of like a minivan. And they would put them in front of the door. And then Cafe would find a way to get the bricks the fuck out of there. <laughs> and, they'd, <laughs> and they'd open up again. And then the city would send them a letter and say, uh, you, you, uh, we're not sure where those bricks went, but <laughs> you really can sell cannabis. And they were always how like, Canadians go to war? No. Like the most passive aggressive yeah, fucking like, war you could ever wage. No, it's it's a plant. We're we're gonna keep selling it. And they block out the front and cafe would open the door on the back and start selling out the back. And <laughs> the city of Toronto and uh the province of Ontario and the government of Canada eventually just got sick of it and just said, fuck it, we're gonna just legalize the shit. Uh, but but you're gonna have to be licensed. And mm-hmm. Cafe was like yeah. No. <laughs> so, so now you have the licensed cannabis stores everywhere, all over the, the country. Yeah. And they got the shitty dried, and they got the, 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 the date, like it was packaged in June of 2021. Ugh. Nasty, dry, yeah. shitty product. And <laughs> Cafe terrible. is still, still open to this day with like seven locations with the freshest, best herb, uh, edibles, uh, like like the the government stores, uh, the the edibles are capped, I think, to like twenty milligrams. Yeah. So you have like a box of chocolates, twenty milligrams. So like one milligram of chocolate. Wow. And cafe's got like you know five hundred milligram sodas, you know, and chocolate bars, and they got the best shit. Because every time the government tells them you you can't have a five hundred milligram edible, they're like no. Become ungovernable. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. I totally know, that's right. Ungovernable, and I, I believe they're responsible for the whole country, Canada, being legal, and soon, United States, because uh, the money is flowing, and I, I know a lot of your you know American companies are looking north and going, we want some of that yeah. cash. <laughs> Let's Which do is this. like, you know? I just wish there was more of that in the culture, you know, like, just this outright refusal. Um, yeah. Absolutely, it would be. Mind you, you need a, a lot lo- faster. Good lawyer, you need a good lawyer. Oh yeah, well, absolutely. Like these guys had a good lawyer. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, I don't have any inside information, just from you know reading the the local paper or whatever. But uh, I believe they never ended up paying any of their fines, and in fact, the city had to pay them damages for. <laughs> nice, yeah. No, like, you, they, you they always legally got. Fuck the, the city. fucking attorney. Uh, you should have an attorney for several different things, you know? Like, this is my this guy, this is my that guy. It's always yeah, a good idea. Sure. It's always a good idea. For sure. And, and you know, but then if, if, if more people had that uh, whole ungovernable uh, 
approach, you know, we wouldn't be stuck in most of the shit. I think it's interesting the last Sunday that No Agenda guys were talking about, uh, Adam and John brought up how millennials are like mistakenly think there are more laws than there are and like that you can't do certain oh, shit because it's illegal yeah, and all definitely. that. And, uh, they were so right. I, I, I've just always been frustrated by that too because it's kind of like, all right, all right, even, even if all those things you're saying were true, who gives a fuck? It's absurd, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, there's like, it's not illegal in my house. Fuck that. You gotta be crazy, right? And uh, if it's illegal, why don't you just shut the fuck up? <laughs> like, we we still mask. have people wearing masks on uh, Toronto. Oh my uh, god, the, the fucking mask thing. That was yeah. like the ultimate test of like how big of a bitch boy are you? You know, I, I come through uh, Chinatown every day just from between. Uh, I work downtown uh, near the CN Tower. If that you know kind of places it for you, mm. like right downtown, I work, and then I, I come home just a little bit west in downtown. And uh, I, I have to go through Chinatown every day, and I gotta say, the whole Chinatown community is like masked the fuck up because they know this shit came from, you know, Wuhan. They know it came from China. Uh, I've spoken to a lot of people, and they're, they, you know, they do not trust the CCP. I had a lady come up to me once. I like to meditate in the middle of the street, mm. and I don't mean like you know, um, you. I mean like I, I like to like just put my headphones on, listen, no agenda. Maybe have a coffee or an iced tea. It might even be a beer. And just, you know, people watch, you know, down in Chinatown. Sure. Yeah. I'm not in a rush to get home, you know? I'm just chilling, listening yeah. to audiobook or No Agenda or Bowl After Bowl or Bowls with Buds. And this lady came up to me and, and I got my headphones on and, well, my earbuds. And she's screaming. I know she's screaming at me, but all I'm hearing is, you know, John and Adam. Yeah. It's no agenda of swan <laughs> flu minute. And, and so I had to like pop my earbuds out. And she's like, you, you CCP, you communist, you watching me. I'm like, I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, calm down. <laughs> I, I'm listening to a book. I said book because if I said podcast, she'd never get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm listening to a book. I'm, I'm Calm down. It's like, you take picture of me. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. And I was genuinely concerned because she looked like, she was like fucking like terrified. Uh-oh. UCCP. She's like that. And I'm like, I'm like, holy fuck. She thinks I'm like a, a you know, Chinese communist fucking party spook. Everyone's the feds these that's days. That's watching man. her. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I have shitty eyesight. I don't have my glasses on, my reading glasses. Yeah. Like, like shit is blurry to me. Do you squint? I may have looked over in her direct direction. Yeah. You know. I may have burned one. I'm listening. I'm listening to no agenda. Yeah. I'm just finishing my beer before I go home. And I was like, ma'am, no, you want to see my pictures? <laughs> That's all I could think of. <laughs> so I pull up my phone. I pull up my, my like gallery app and I'm like, look, like the last picture I took of was of, of a grilled cheese. <laughs> like, we're good. I don't I'm think like, I could I show got, her the I, last I, picture I, I, I took. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I pull the earbud out of my ear. Like I'm listening to a book, book. She's like, oh, oh. And then she was like kind of apologetic and not speaking a word of English, but she legitimately thought that I was like a, uh, and, and and I looked it up after because I was like, holy shit, I'm being accused of some crazy shit here. I looked it up and there are like Chinese Communist Party agents that go to, throughout the you know, United States, Canada and find dissidents, people that left China. Like they're just fed up. Like, fuck this communist shit. I'm going yeah. to Canada. I'm going, I'm going to Kentucky. I'm going to... 
Washington, there are these assholes that follow them and threaten the shit out of them. It's so they're like creepy. talking oh. online. I'm like, holy fucking! This lady was terrified. Meanwhile, I can't see shit. <laughs> I was probably looking in her direction because I was looking at something else, right? And it's like, right. I happened to be there every day at like you know three forty-five to three to four o'clock because that's where I stand there and burn a joint right? <laughs> before I get on the next streetcar to go home. Yeah. But this lady was frightened. It's um, it's a real thing. Yeah, I, I, it's hard to so blame I, I her. I can't man. even imagine if I leave this shithole with uh, Trudeau. He might, uh, you know, even if I go to your state, he might send some assholes after me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Communist fuck. <laughs> wow, Jesus, man. You got to stay away from the feddies. Pretty much. No doubt about that. Do we have another well, book, Spencer? Paul, Paul I, was, I was about to say, man. Was, uh, I'm, I'm, we're getting to, uh, you know. Well, no, I was about to say, like, we're, we're almost up at the two-hour mark, man. Oh, let's do it then. It is a flawed vibe, but uh, we're like at the edge here, man. We have to roll I, out. I just again. love this group. We but, can dance if we want to. It's a bowl after bowl. <laughs> yeah, Hell it's yeah. got the old. Uh, what do you got? It dance and move your legs around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, Paul, it was such an awesome time to have you, man. I talk too much. Time flies. No, that's that's the no, point the of this thing. No, perfect amount. Right? I love bowl after bowl. Well, thank you. We love time. you, man. Yeah, we love you. It was a great this time, was a lot of fun. and. Uh, should kick it again sometime. Yes. I'll be in touch. Anytime you want. Cool, man. Uh, is p- somewhere special we can send people? Uh, Starship Alves or... Uh... Oh, just hit me up on Twitter. It's uh, Paul the Book Guy. No, it's actually now Starship Alves. You're right on Twitter. Starship Alves on Twitter. Starshipalves.com, right? The, that'll That's get you right. to the YouTube channel. It'll get us to the Rumble and the and YouTube. Fuck YouTube. They censor everything. Goddamn. It's like we got to find a... Bold after bold, my man. Way. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We appreciate you. Much appreciate love. Appreciate you, DeLorean. Love your show, guys. Thank you. And thanks to all the bullers hanging out with us. Uh, was a yeah, I'm blasting uh, some sats. I'm going to blast you guys some sats next episode. Oh, solid. Thank you. I got you covered, my man. Yeah. I got to be de-douched or de-bold or whatever it's called now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We don't, uh, de-mooched? De-mooched, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be a mooch. Well, thanks, Bowlers, for listening. Uh, we'll be back at it Tuesday night right after DH Unplugged on the Noah Dennis stream. Till then, I'm going to be Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'll be Dame DeLorean. Until and Tuesday. I'll be Oops, listening sorry. to all these episodes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Till next Tuesday, Mayor Bowles burn ever brighter. Supporter of human beings. It is on, folks. It is on. It is on. <laughs> He's so good. Fletcher wannabe. That's why his body fell apart. Uh, okay, another heritage. Bowl after bowl, Doc. Bowl after bowl.com. <laughs>